0: Welcome to Hope in the Night, live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas. This is Late Night Talk Radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker, June Hunt.
1: Hello, this is June Hunt. Uh, One of the things I was just thinking about, because so many people are uh, trying to figure out, what do I do in my relationship here? Um, I care about someone. I want to have uh, a positive uh, relationship. I'm not married. I'm uh, trying to figure out what... What would be any qualifications that I should look forward to? Should I look for particular non-negotiables? And by the way, I think that that is a yes for non-negotiables. Because people call here at Hope for the Heart, Hope in the Night. They call sometimes and they've not had any guidelines, any thoughts of, of what, what's really important. So I'm going to make a, a, a list of things, and you can think, well, yes, um, some, some people have uh, kids, um, they're parents of those who are dating, and they can look and see, oh, Yes, this person really is is a quality person. Someone that I would want my son, my daughter, to marry. And the point is, um, if if we're aiming at nothing, we're bound to hit it. Uh, do you understand? That's right. It's like you've got you got to have values, and consider. Okay, do I really want to live with somebody who? has these negatives or these do i want to to say the uh, it needs to be with these positives so um i made a list it's under our category of dating now think is this something that you would say yes these are character issues character qualities for dating does this person demonstrate wisdom and discernment does the date the prospective date um, possess a sensitive conscience in regard to right and wrong does she have a heart to do What's in your best interest? Does she refuse to use you or others to gain status? Or does he have the approval of the significant people in my life? Yes, you should talk about this. By the way, I was meeting with someone recently, and, um, it's huge. Um, it was someone who was concerned, uh, about these very issues, and there were major red flags. Does this person have a reputation of keeping commitments? What about displaying follow-through and meeting obligations or showing respect toward authority? Does that person have a positive outlook on life? Some people are just continually negative. It's like always having a critical spirit that's dangerous what about exercising discipline and self-control or managing money well does this person hmm, maintain eye contact when talking with people that's That's really important. Um, or, or having an active Bible study and prayer life, Will that person share your personal values? How about even showing evidence of what is called the fruit of the spirit in life? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's a list found in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. It matters who you associate with. I've heard some people say you become like what you hang around with. Now that's kind of strange. You become like what you hang around with. Some people get more and more negative because of the influence of someone in their life. So it matters who we're with. Bad company corrupts good character. That's why. What a blessing then. We we are with people who share our values.
2: It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our Keys for Living into the Russian language. The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. When you support our Hope for the Heart international ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash international.
0: Welcome back to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have any questions or concerns... Uh, regarding the topics that we bring up here on the program. If something has piqued your interest and you'd like to look into that further, just call customer support at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help you access... The right resources for you, or maybe as you help someone else, and you can provide some materials for them that will help them on their way. So the number again is 800 488 hope That's 800 488 4673 You may also email us at support at org. Ask any questions there regarding topics and resources discussed in tonight's program. Again, that is customer support at Let's get to our caller for tonight, and we have a returning caller uh, who listens online, uh, coming from California. Tonight, we welcome
1: back Mark. Well, hello, Mark. Welcome to Hope.
4: Hi. How are you?
1: I'm. I'm blessed to talk with you. How can we
5: help you?
4: Yeah. So I'm. I'm calling because uh, you want. You asked me that if we wanted. If, you, if I wanted to speak to you again. Um, the last time we spoke, and um, first of all, I just want to say thank you because uh, I'm 44 years old now, and the very, very first time that I spoke to you, I was 19 years old. Mm. And I um, did not yeah, know yeah, that. I was thinking about that the other day. Hmm. Um, and so um, the last time we spoke, I was ta- telling you that I had a hard time staying sober, and um, I did receive your your um, uh, book on, um, I believe it's alcohol abuse or addiction. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so I've been sober ever since, but but I actually did have a relapse after we spoke maybe like a week later, and I got really bad, and I ended up in the hospital, and it was so bad that I just wanted to end my life, and so I was on a hold at the hospital with a 5150, um, and from that moment on, I just cried out to God, and I actually challenged God, and I got really angry with Him because I, I actually go online, and I see a lot of people that talk about how God has restored their life and set them free, and I just pretty much just told god like i don't understand why all these people can be set free and here i am and i just told him if he was real then if he could just prove himself to me and reveal himself and so i went to church the following day and i felt a little bit of more hope and ever since that i haven't taken a drink Hmm. and i haven't had a desire to Um, not to say that I don't live a day at a time, but for some apparent reason, I'm just more focused on what God wants for me in my life. Um, unfortunately, I have been attending church ever since, which has been really help, you know, significant in my life. Um, but I still struggle with um, all of the other stuff, which is my sexuality, and I still tend to dabble into pornography, um, whether it's that or on Twitter or on gay apps, which are like dating apps. And, um, I'm not going to lie, I still dabble into that because since I've given up drinking and smoking cigarettes, um, I still have sort of like an addictive personality and I still look for that ease and comfort that alcohol brought me. and so my question to you is, I want to know if it's possible for somebody to be a Christian and to be gay at the same time.
1: Well, the Bible uh, actually lets us know that when he created us, it's very intentional that he created human beings in his image i mean that's his language and the the issue is not does a christian does that mean if you're a christian you have zero affection for what is wrong Uh, that you live a perfect life. I have yet to meet anyone who tells me that they have perfection. In other words, I'm going to say it this way, too. The Bible says that Jesus was tempted in all areas. All means all. So, any of us can be tempted... And what I see is when, when you've talked, we, we've talked together, uh, we, we've talked about same-sex attraction. And there are times when we can be, as human beings, living on Earth right now, we can be drawn to something That is not what will be for our best. And the reason I'm saying this is many people, uh, they will live in a way thinking, okay, if I am attracted to something that I shouldn't be, then that's the same as doing it. That's not true. Uh, there are times when we could get into a relationship that is not what God wants us to be in, and yet what we see is with same-sex attraction, there is a choice. Everybody has a choice about what we do. It matters what we choose. Life is a series of choices. And I'm saying that, my friend, because um, there are times when we can be drawn and yet that doesn't mean we have to act out on what we would have an affection for. That means we can have a desire, but again, our choice makes all the difference in the world. What we choose, and do we dwell on it? That's the that's the problem that we many times uh, are not aware of. Uh, to dabble in something and continue to expose ourselves to that which is uh, literally forbidden by God that is just making it harder on ourselves so a person can have same-sex attraction and I know I know people who say you know I've come to Christ and I know that uh, I'm an authentic Christian uh, I I could still, if I if I chose to, I could act out on it. But in re- in reality, I'm making a choice to not act out on what I know God actually has forbidden for us to do, and so I'm going to make that choice. As a person who really, I, I desire to do what God wants me to do, and yet there's another part of me that desires something else. And based on the authority of of the people who have have had this struggle and yet have said, I'm I I still can have an attraction, but I am choosing what God wants, not only for me to be, but also for me to do. Um,
4: but I think the thing is, like with me, I have no desire to be with a woman, and so even if I go mm-hmm. to church, which I have been going every Sunday, I could... I, it's really uh, such a struggle because I don't want to be attracted to men in that sense because when I'm at church, I'm focusing and trying to go there for a purpose and for a reason. And I get kind of drawn away because I do lust over men I do, and I do find them attractive and it's such a strong, um, like a lustful desire and... Many men have told me, "Well, I feel the same way about towards women, but I feel like kind of like it's harder for me because I would feel a lot better if it was towards a woman, but unfortunately, it's not."
5: Mm-hmm.
4: I don't know if that makes any sense.
1: Yes. No. I, like the I,
4: guilt comes upon me.
1: Well, let me uh, address something you've alluded to. The solution for. The issue of same-sex attraction is not to find, for you, it, it's not to find a girl, not to, be, not to find a woman. Uh, it, that, that is not the point. Um, same-sex attraction, um, if the desire is not acted on, That person uh, is not a homosexual at that point. Um, For example, for someone who desires to steal but doesn't steal, that person is not a thief. A person can desire something, but they can also make a choice of what they do, and therefore...
4: But what about um, if the desire is acted upon within myself, but not with a partner? Doesn't that make it just as wrong?
1: I understand what you're saying. No. To um, put... Uh, well, I'm not trying to be too explicit. No, and I hear that. I understand why you phrased it the way you did. But um, the issue is going to be for you. Life is a series of choices. What you choose will become greater and greater with the passage of time, whether it's that which is godly or that which is not godly or we could say that which is pure that which is impure Um, for example there can be a type of, of of certain things to do when you're tempted and that would be true in any area of temptation. Assuming that the temptation we're talking about has to do with that which is tempting to do something that you know is not right. And therefore, you would be compromising what even you know are, are your own values.
2: June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org slash CCL. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as Grief and Loss, Abuse and Trauma, Depression and Suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at HopeForTheHeart.org CCL. That's HopeForTheHeart.org CCL.
5: If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies, on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org.
0: Jeff Oliver, and you are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of hope for the heart, and we'd like to thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. Our customer support team is available at 800 488 Hope, and uh, that's anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to help guide you to God's hope through our resources. Let me recommend one of our keys for living called Homosexuality the tr- the struggle with same sex attraction that and many other titles are available by calling 800-488-hope that's 800-488 Maybe there's something you are dealing with in your life, and you'd like some insight on that. You'd like to know what maybe God's perspective would be on that. You'd like to talk with June on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night. We welcome your call at 800 seventeen. that's 800-N-I-G-H-T, 1-7. And when you call, leave a detailed message for us. We'll just get back to you and talk to you about uh, being on an upcoming program, what questions you might have, and uh, what would help you to uh, see, see the light and get some hope hope in your situation. Let us have that opportunity. The number, again, is 800-917-800-644-4817. And we look forward to hearing from you. Back now to our conversation with Mark.
1: Well, Mark, I'm interested in what you said. Um, you, you mentioned going to church. What's been your experience in involving a Christian church?
4: I grew up in the church all my life, so I'm kind of uh-huh. used to it. But um, I hadn't been to church in close to 20 years, I would say, uh, honestly. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of frightening in a sense. It um, takes i so I'm still trying to get used to it, and um, and I'll tell you why because um, within me, I just always have felt like there's strongholds in my within me, and. I truly believe that um, because I can feel struggles with, like, in a physical way within my body. And this last Sunday when I went, it was just a struggle sitting there because I could literally feel my stomach kind of moving around. And a lot of, there's like, well, somebody named it as like a choking spirit when I called a prayer line one time. I did deliverance, and uh, a lot of the times I feel a lot of, like, tension in my neck, like a lot of choking, and a lot of tension in my arms, elbows, and especially my stomach. So I feel like there's maybe, like, bad spirits or something. Um, so in other words, I know that there's a battle for my life, and I could literally physically feel it.
1: So, have you done something that actually has helped that, or not really?
4: Well, um, I suffer from a lot of anxiety because of it, and um, basically just prayed and, and called, had people pray for me, and Things like that, but I'm always intrigued when I go on YouTube and watch these deliverance services, and I see like see like certain people casting out demons and things like that because I almost feel like there's something there and that needs to be casted out, and um, it's just how I have always felt, and um, it's kind of frightening. I was always scared at the beginning, but. Since I've gone to that point in my life where I'm so sick and tired of being sick and tired, mm-hmm. sometimes I just want it to happen so that I can be free from all this stuff. Um, a lot of the times that bring the stuff that brings it upon me, I would have to say, is when I'm dabbling into sin and like sexuality, and I'm not right, right with the Lord and stuff. Um, I'm so grateful, though, that I did that. I haven't picked up a drink or a cigarette, which is kind of mind blowing and amazing to me. Because a lot of the times I would be in an Alcoholics Anonymous, and I just haven't returned back. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But I think, yeah, you mentioned the first time we spoke that it's one addiction trading on for another one. And I still tend to find myself logging online and logging on to watch pornography or, or like, dating apps and things like that. And it's just to get that ease and comfort, that relief that I need. Um, Then afterwards, I do feel bad. And I feel like it separates me from my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's something that I just... I don't know if it's just me that doesn't want to let go of my sexuality or maybe I just don't know how because it's been so many years and I'm just so used to this life. But at the same time, I got to be honest with you, I don't feel part of the LGBTQ community because I'm not happy. I, I, I've never found any happiness within it, mm-hmm. within myself. Um I think at the beginning, I always looked for somebody, and I did have relationships in the past, just brief boyfriends. But as I gotten older, it just turned more into a lustful thing that had no meaning whatsoever. But I mm-hmm. know that, according to Scripture, it's not—it's not right. I know it's wrong. So that's where I'm at.
1: Yes. I'm going to share something uh, with you that I, I can tell I've, I've when I've had people who've really had this struggle uh, in other areas. It's not it's not just with uh, within homosexuality. It's it, it's it's any struggle. We're all tempted, just in different areas. Again, we're all tempted. In just in different areas, and that's important to understand um, so I'm gonna do something more big picture for you and i've um, I know people who have had tremendous victory because of how they're focusing their mind, and what I'm saying is I want you to think about—I uh, want you to picture a target. Uh, did you ever shoot an arrow, uh, shoot a gun, or uh, something that used a target where in the middle is a, a, a black—that that would be what you're focusing is on— that which is in the center of the black rings— do you know what I'm talking about?
4: Yeah, like a dartboard.
1: Exactly that that type of thing. Okay, I want you to imagine an outer ring, a middle ring, an inner ring, and then in the center, there will, we're going to call that transformation. There are times when we are called to be transformed. Um, in Romans twelve two, we're we're told, um, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now look at that, your mind is what has to be engaged, prioritized. What you choose to dwell on is vital. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's what the Bible says. Now, I said that there's there are these three rings, the outer ring. I want you to imagine this. How How you're going to be thinking. And that outer ring... It means you have to have a new purpose. I'm hearing you say, I know this is wrong over here. So since you already have a conviction against what God says, um, you said, I know it's wrong. So let's consider what will enable you to be transformed. That outer ring is a new purpose. The new purpose is, according to God, is to be conformed to the character of Christ. The Bible even tells what our highest purpose is, that we are predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son. In other words, your purpose needs to be to say, I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. Would you repeat that with me? I'll do whatever it takes.
4: I'll do whatever it takes.
1: To be conformed to the character of Christ.
4: To be conformed to the character of Christ. Say it again. I'll be. What is it again?
1: I'll do whatever it takes.
4: I'll do whatever it takes. ...to be be conformed conformed to the character of Christ.
1: Okay, one more time.
4: I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ.
1: Okay. So what happens is right there, that's that outer ring. Instead of your purpose to have some emotional attachment over here in a way that isn't right in God's sight, instead... You're going to exchange that purpose for God's purpose for you. I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. So when you're tempted, you say, No, I, I reject that temptation. I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. Now, the middle ring is a new priority, you've got a new purpose. To be conformed to the character of Christ, but now the it, the middle ring is I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. Why am I saying that? Because again, Romans twelve two that I've mentioned a moment ago says, "Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind." Your mind. Okay. So, I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. I want you to repeat that after me. I'll do whatever it takes.
4: I'll do whatever it takes.
1: To line up my thinking with God's thinking.
4: To line up my thinking with God's thinking.
1: Exactly. Okay, now the inside ring is God's plan for me. So, you want to have God's purpose for you. God's priority for you and God's plan for you. God's plan is to rely on Christ's strength, not your strength, to be all He created you to be. Again, God's plan is to rely on not your strength, but Christ's strength to be all He created you to be. So what you'll do is say, I'll do whatever it takes to fulfill His plan and His strength. Why do I say that? Because the Bible actually says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ. So it's not your strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And therefore you'll say, I'll do whatever it takes to fulfill Christ's plan and his strength.
2: It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our Keys for Living into the Russian language. The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. When you support our Hope for the Heart international ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at HopeForTheHeart.org forward slash international.
6: As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God Himself, And he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800 Night 17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now 800 644 4817.
0: listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get back to our caller in a moment. If you have any questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 Keys for Living to help you address your situation. Just call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to help you access the resources you need. Maybe it's a free resource on our website. They can tell you about those. Also, they can get some resources into your hands pretty quickly if you'd like to order from them and get some books, materials sent to you. So uh, the Keys for Living were recommending tonight called Homosexuality the Struggle with Same-Sex Attraction and customer support will help you with that or any other title that might be helpful. That number 800-488-HOPE 800-488-4673 Also you can go to the website at hopefortheheart.org and find the keys for living there. Also a training on uh, called Lifeline to Hope that's our online training course and June's many biblical resources practical uh, books and music CDs that uh, she has put out over the Years and you can go there. It's all at hopefortheheart.org/store. Let's get back to a conversation with Mark.
1: Well, Mark, when you look at a target, um, did you did you shoot a gun, an arrow? What what you said darts? Um, yeah, is dart. that basically okay? Um, well, you know. If you're really going to play darts, um, it some people really have not ever done that, um, and they don't understand that when you release the dart that's aiming for the the target, there's a follow-through with the arm, right?
4: Yeah.
1: Okay. And. And you're not just looking nowhere. There's an aim. There's an intentional aim. And this is where what you aim for is is uh, vital. I mean, I I really um, like the the expression. If you're aiming at nothing, you're bound to hit it. <laughs> you know, that's not it. It, you, you being purposeful in your mind, because I, 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 can, I hear that you've tried different things. You already know there's something over here that is not going to give fulfillment for your life.
4: Well, the other thing is, tr- the other thing um, why I always feel like it's like a possession or something, is because I've had people before tell me that homosexuality is a spirit. And I kind of wanted to ask you: Have you ever had to deal with like somebody that was possessed, like literally demonic, demon possessed, and had to perform a deliverance or something like that?
1: Yes, we've done that. I've done that.
5: Oh,
4: oh
1: multiple okay. times. <laughs> but, but uh, I would say the homosexuality is not a spirit. Now, mm-hmm. there is what you've described. There, there are spirits that are called demons. Um, a person can be demon-possessed. Not a Christian be demon-possessed. We can be oppressed but not possessed. And there's a reason for that, that if you're talking about spiritual warfare. Um, and I've seen people absolutely transformed. Um, but uh, the reason I'm saying a Christian cannot be demon possessed because. A true Christian is one who has humbled his or her heart, uh, received Jesus as the personal Lord and Savior, giving him control of the life. And therefore, it's Christ who literally, we're told that we are are, uh, bought with a price that's jesus um we have he jesus died for our sins the price was his death that he chose to give for us and that means we have uh been bought by him we're not possessed by satan if we are authentic christians now you can be oppressed um and so there's, there's a difference. But um, what I'll, I'll truly uh, say is uh, there is strategy for the battle in our lives. We can have a stronghold, too. The Bible says, um, though we live in this world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. That's 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 4. So we can have a stronghold. A stronghold is a deeply rooted thought pattern dominated by it can be worldly thinking, fleshly habits. It, there can be um uh, satanic influences but the point is it's vital what we choose to dwell on um uh, in other words if we say well worldly thinking the the world in spiritual warfare is um the ideas activities uh and and purposes that are in opposition to god the god of the bible and his rule and we're not talking about the world as in the beautiful world that we see with trees and water and that this is talking worldly enemy would be as in the enemy of god i'm sorry the world referred to as the enemy of God is not the beauty of God's creation, but rather worldly principles and opposition to God's principles. So we can, the Bible says, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world, and that means the worldly thinking continuing to um, not be guarded in your thinking, but just to, endorse or be dabbling in whatever, we if we know it's wrong, then um, we we uh, are, are, are to take stands for our sake, for our own sake, uh, instead of, of uh, compromising. It's just, if you know it's wrong, you just say, nope, I won't go there. If you have a conviction, you say, "This is no. I know this is wrong." Then I'm not going to. I'm thinking. I have a picture in my mind right now. Of, of if you saw a bottle on the, and this bottle has XXX on it. It's poisonous. Well, you think. Well, I just take a little bit. No. Um, It's not only too dangerous, but how much of poison can you get into your system, into your body, without it killing you? Does that part make sense?
4: Yeah.
1: Okay. So, you know what it's like to dabble, because you've told me that. Okay. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of dabblers but it doesn't ever help them to continue uh, to dabble in doing what they know could be lethal to them. Uh, God knows what we He knows what will help us. He knows what will harm us. So This is where I say life is a series of choices, and it's choose you this day whom you will serve. One of the most um, effective people in the Bible said, choose this day who you will serve. As for me, I will serve the Lord. This is Joshua, who fought many battles. And he he know what it's like to win, and that's that's what like when you're tempted and you go, okay, I could do this, I or I, you know, but it's just dabbling. You go, mm mm. Um, that's not going to help. Uh, in fact, it will only frustrate you all the more. So. I, I'm going to send you what will be that target. And I want you to look carefully at what the new purpose is. As soon as you're tempted to do something, even though it's not the most extreme thing you can do, it's just dabbling. Well, the truth is, you've got to begin with a new purpose. The new purpose will be based on God's purpose for you. You are predestined to be conformed to the character of Christ. You're predestined. God has already figured out how he is going to do that in your life. This is Romans 8:29. He's he already has predetermined how to conform you to the character of Christ. Again, the Bible says he predestined you to be conformed to the image of his son. So it's not that you're not tempted just as Jesus was tempted in all areas. That doesn't mean you give in to it. You don't have to. So. Your new purpose, I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. And then it's, I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. And if you have to say it three times or ten times, you just say it over and over until you say, This is my priority. I want to do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with what God's thinking is and therefore I'm willing to do literally uh, I'll do whatever it takes to fulfill his plan and his strength so I'm going to send you something I've not sent you I'm going to go on and send you something on homosexuality and same sex attraction that's part of what we talked about and it's it's the struggle with same-sex attraction. You can be attracted to something. That doesn't mean you choose to give in and fixate on it. And I believe that God, well, I know God has strength for you. It's, it's Christ's strength in you, with Christ on the inside of you. It's His strength to withstand anything that will defeat you. This will come your way as a gift from our ministry. You hang on to hope.
0: We will send our keys for living called homosexuality, the struggle with same-sex attraction. We'll send that along to tonight's caller, and we do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. And we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at HopeForTheHeart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.